Hi, I'm Joe Feeks, editor of Poultry Health Today, and with me is Dr. Lloyd Keck and Dr. Doug Fullencheck. They are both senior technical services veterinarians for Zoetis. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Glad to be here. You're welcome. Now, I said that you're both technical service veterinarians. When I think of a technical service veterinarian, especially in the poultry industry, I think of somebody who's out there working with the customer, doing posting sessions and diagnostics and uh, helping them with their vaccine programs and medications and VFDs and things like that. But it seems like you guys have sort of jumped the fence and you're not just focused on production, you're focused on processing. How did this come about? I think maybe it started a year or so ago and because of a previous background I had in production, I, I always had this sense that there's a, a lot of things that veterinarians can do other than just the traditional uh, live production roles. And uh, you get a lot of cost into a product, it goes to the plant, and then if for some reason that plant's not operating well, or if USDA uh, regulations are not uh, applied uniformly due to training or for whatever reason, then a lot of this expensive product can be discarded unnecessarily. And of course, everybody just wants to have a good, safe product, but they want to make sure that everybody has the same uh, the same oversight and the same rules and regulations. And that's kind of a non-traditional thing for veterinarians to do. And um, but I'd, I'd done some of that in my previous uh, work, and it just seemed to me that if we could find the right people and the right expertise, and uh, take that approach of going all the way from the farm through the plant, that would be a good approach. Doug, you were with USDA FSIS as a veterinarian for nearly 30 years. Yes, so sir. So you bring a lot of knowledge about food safety to the party. Tell me about your role in all this. Well, when I was with FSIS, uh, I had two different titles. Um, inspector in charge at the assignment, which was a large poultry slaughter and further processing facility. But I also was a trainer for newly hired veterinarians in FSIS. And um, in that role, I was responsible for teaching the new veterinarians FSIS policy and how to go about doing the daily business of FSIS. And that included condemnations. Um, and it's a, an area that I had an interest in and that Dr. Keck and I uh, developed together because when he was working in the industry he would come to the plant and we would do carcass condemnation correlation sessions. You know, his interest was that as he just said those birds have a lot of investment in them and if they shouldn't belong if they weren't didn't belong in the in the barrel then uh, he wanted an opportunity to salvage them or keep them and so and in the government side of it uh, the government has an obligation because they are taking a private individual's property without due process, on at least on that piece of property. When they condemn a carcass. When they condemn a carcass. The government has an obligation to be right as best that they can with human decision-making process that that bird should be condemned. So that's how it got started with us. We, okay. we were, it's two sides of the same coin, but there's, uh, it, it was different for us because most people don't do the plant side of it. Most production veterinarians are not comfortable coming in the plant and interacting with FSIS veterinarians. And coincidentally, about a year ago, your former employer, USDA, came out with these 
new part standards for Salmonella and Campylobacter for chicken parts. So I imagine that put an awful lot of pressure on your customers. Yes. Over the years, the standards for microbiological contamination on the parts has steadily become more restrictive. So the new standards were a significant change for the industry, both for Salmonella and Campylobacter. So that generated this whole interest in being in the plant because it's the live animal that brings it to the plant, <clears throat> but the plant's where it gets measured. So tell me how this worked with your customers, because again, they think of you as the more traditional tech service veterinarians that you know, might go into the processing plant for a, a, to take a look at condemnations or whatever, but you know, now you can talk to them about foodborne pathogens and, and other things. How are you working with your customers to improve their food safety programs? As those standards become, the hurdles become higher and it, be, and it becomes harder to meet some of these standards for certain plants, um, start looking at other interventions that you can do because a lot of the interventions that have reduced uh, foodborne pathogens have been targeted at plants, things you do in the plant. As the hurdle gets higher and it gets harder to get over it, you have to start looking at the whole concept. And I think that's a little bit of, I've used that term holistic, and I think that's kind of how we viewed it when we said, you know, look, let's go back to the field and there may be things in, in husbandry and how we grow these chickens that could be looked at that would reduce an incoming load. Uh, there may be things that are related to uh, feed withdrawal things related to uh, transport that could all be uh, looked at. And then there's interventions and in products like um, the salmonella vaccines, for example, that have, have been used in, in some cases for, for more for targeted incidents or reasons uh, than being looked at as just another tool that, that might be properly applied. And so with, that's, that's kind of a, uh, an umbrella explanation of how we kind of took a look and said, you know, let's just kind of start and rethink this whole thing and make it go from the farm all the way in, in through the plant. And I think veterinarians are, uh, that, that have a background in poultry are, are the right resource for that because we work in, we work in, in all those areas and, um, and some of those things are pretty technical. So, you know, it does take a technical background, I think, to, uh, to bring the right things into play at the right time. Walk me through a um, typical process with your customer. I think you've said before that it's like a, a three-day process. You will actual fo actually follow live birds into slaughter, into processing, and then you, you, you take a look at the carcasses and so forth. We schedule this in advance so that uh, our customers' significant management people are present, including the veterinarian that works for the company. and. We then go to the farm and walk through the house, assess the housing conditions, assess the flock health conditions, which includes litter, um, feed consumption, mortality. So we're looking at that flock live. We get this idea of what the birds look like before they go to the processing plant, before they go to market. And then when they go to market, that's the area that I'm assessing. And there are several areas that I look at. Feed withdrawal is one of them. Sanitary dressing, that, that whole process of preparing the bird from a live bird into a marketable bird that goes in the bag or goes to cut up, and the condemnations. And the reason that we look at this 
comprehensively or holistically is that what happens in the field affects what goes on in the plant. What happens at the farm affects what goes on in the plant and how well those birds process. And so you want to have a bird that has a good flock health program that minimizes all of the things that contribute to the increase of salmonella and campylobacter recovery in the plant. So you want to have a good intestinal health program, a good uh, respiratory program, which again is Dr. Keck's area. It's, it's that that affects the area that I work in because that affects condemnation. Uh, a few of the things that we tried to do was take look at some key parameters that we could look at that were pretty um, easily collected and then and, and some of this has been a learning process as we go and one of those things is we weigh birds now birds are weighed for different reasons in the poultry industry uh, to achieve a target weight on breeder pullets and so on uh, broilers sometimes to predict do you have the right size or weight bird that was go to the processing plant but one of the things we started looking at were uh, uh, coefficients of variation, basically how many big birds, how many small birds within a within this flock, and and I think we found some things with that that in um, a good number would be around 15 percent, so that would be the top, and then anything less than that, and we typically see probably from 10 to to 30 percent sometimes a wide range, and depending on the graph and depending on the weights and this coefficient of variation. We're starting to think we can even predict that these birds uh, going in are not arriving at the plant in the in the uh, best possible condition. We take that information back, and in some instances, we think that we can tell where the problem happened on the live side. So you know, that's a way to work backwards, do some troubleshooting, figure out is it a hatchery problem, uh, is it a problem that happened actually on the farm, maybe with management or a disease process or whatever. That's an example of taking some of these uh, parameters, looking at them differently, trying to collect enough data to, to say we think we can make some predictions based, based off this information by taking a bigger look. The other part is I think just the process itself, um, processing and live have always been two departments in general. Two profit centers all Two profit right? centers within a company. And what this does, I mean, we invite anybody from processing to go to the field. We usually start out with a meeting and kind of get a get the lay of the land, so to speak, and what they perceive some of the problems to be. And then they're welcome to go to the field. We really uh, try to insist that the live guys follow us and go back to the plant, watch the birds that we see in the field, we'd see the next day in the plant. And, and just the... Just that whole process kind of links these two things together and gets people talking to each other that sometimes haven't haven't been used to doing that in the past. And Joe, it's important that the live production personnel have a good working relationship with the processing establishment personnel because the processing establishment personnel, in a sense, are their customers. And so it's important that they meet that customer's needs, which is a bird that's uniform, that has proper feed withdrawal, so that when it's slaughtered at the processing plant, all of that operation goes as smoothly as possible because that's what minimizes fecal contamination and these organisms of interest we're talking about, which is the salmonella and the campylobacter, are enteric organisms, meaning they live in the intestine. So minimizing that kind of contamination is really important. And 
that goes back to what happens in, to the flock in, in the house as they're growing, making sure that those programs are as effective as possible so that the best bird arrives at the processing plant. And, and then once it arrives at the processing plant, the production people need to be coming to the processing plant because they need to be assessing the, the quality of their product that they're just sold to their customer. It, it's important that FSIS personnel realize that somebody is concerned about what's being condemned uh, and just the fact that there's an interest in it uh, helps keep that inspection team focused on making good sound condemnation decisions. You said that processing was a customer of live production. Um, and, and in many respects, the USDA inspector is, is kind of the customer of, of processing. I mean, before it even gets to the actual customer. You have a lot of experience with that, Doug. Um, I'm sure that there's probably some tense moments in the plant when you're going through, they're doing condemnations and so forth. Uh, it's, it's not an exact science, and so it might set off some heated debate, I would think. What advice do you have for poultry companies when the inspector comes to call? The inspector has a, a large role in the plant, not just about condemns, but you're right, there are occasions where there's personalities that enter into this. Um, and it's important to remember that this should be a respectful, cordial business relationship you're having with the FSIS inspector. Uh, and, and you're going to have mutual respect for them. You're going to behave in such a manner that they're going to respect your opinion. And, and it's not about, it's not a personal thing. It's a discussion about the scientific facts, the the regulations and their interpretation about what is authorized for condemnation and those typically those things that are the misunderstanding happens is that they really don't quite reach that level of condemnation but there is something wrong with them and those birds are salvageable so so having the, the that good relationship with them mutual respect uh, uh, understanding each other's roles in that relationship is important I imagine when you get all these different people together, processing live production and others, um, there are some big aha moments uh, at the end of this. What would you say have been some of the uh, big surprises for these uh, folks? Well, one that comes to mind is the in a recent trip, we discovered there was a, a large number of the drumsticks that were being condemned. Um, Half of them were legitimate condemnations, but the other half weren't, and it, and it was because once you kind of get that cycle going, things, uh, lo you lose control of that. So um, pointing that out to both the ins inspection team and the uh, production team reduced their condemnations there, and I was, the report back from that particular facility was that it was $40,000 a month that that one thing saved them in losses. Um, and so we find, we find that when there's a particular category of condemnation that's off target, and we bring that to the attention of both the production folks, the plant people, and the FSIS people, that everybody tends to have a discussion about that, and it 
kind of gets back on target. And, and that makes important, that, that's a saving for everybody. It's in the best interest of the government because then the government's not taking somebody's property without due cause. And Lloyd, there must be some eye openers on the production side as well. I think one of the main things is that, uh, you know, just that process develops an understanding. It's okay to talk about some of these things, some of these things that we just have said, well, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, I think we found um, within FSIS some variability and even even people within FSIS have said, well, you know, we didn't really cover that as well in training and maybe not necessarily with veterinarians. I mean, you have people that through through uh, qualifications, you know, develops uh, the, the skill to become uh, uh, meat inspectors. But uh, maybe the person that had this training, they've been there a while, the, the uh, uh, new application of, of uh, new information doesn't get disseminated all the times, and you have those discussions, you still follow the regulation, but it gets more, uh, it gets closer to the mark and closer to the center, and it's more uniformly applied.